Hi everyone, this is Deborah Rodriguez and I'm here with another podcast. In today's podcast, I am going to be talking about uh, dismantling divination and I'm going to be talking about discerning and basically recognizing witchcraft in the prophetic. This is going to be workshop number one. I have a more more uh, workshops that I'm going to be talking about, but this is going to be workshop number one. Okay, so if you are uh, tuning into this workshop, hello. So the workshop is going to be on the podcast um, because I feel like this definitely uh, gets around to people who need to really, really recognize this. And this is for leaders and this is also for uh, the congregation um, to really see and really recognize the witchcraft in the prophetic. So in this workshop, I'm going to be talking about what, how to recognize it. Again, I wanted to give a disclaimer. It's very important to understand when you see witchcraft in the church, how to navigate the witchcraft in the prophetic, whether wherever it's coming from. Also, you need to also know and pray um, if this is something that you're seeing in, your, in the church, in your pastor, etc. You need to pray as to how the Lord wants you to um, basically to see this situation. Um, a lot of people that I've met, the Lord has led them to maybe leave the church. Um, a lot of people, you know, this is just from the past and, and seeing their own experiences that they went through before I even met them. And oftentimes you need to pray for your pastor. God might lead you to stay. Um, and a lot of people in this situation, you might feel threatened to leave. You know, you might feel threatened. Um, you might not know what to do. Everyone is not called out to, everyone is not called to call out uh, witchcraft in the prophetic. I'm going to give you that disclaimer now. It comes with a lot of different territory. It comes with a lot of attacks. And it's a high level of spiritual warfare that you will uh, experience trying to call out this level of, uh, basically this level of systematic abuse in the prophetic. Okay, so discerning it and being and God calling you to speak out on it are two different things. Okay, so I want you guys to really be, um, just really be aware of that when you're going into this um you know, when you're, when I'm teaching you about this. So in this workshop, I'm going to be able, I'm going to be teaching you guys how to really see and recognize when there is witchcraft in the prophetic. This doesn't mean the prophetic could be, uh, somebody can be using the prophetic on the dark, on the dark side. They can be using, you know, as a psychic or an astrologist, or this person could be in the church. I don't care how many people this person has delivered. I don't care what they are talking about. Um, I, it doesn't matter. They can be apostle, they can be a prophet, and they can still be using witchcraft in their prophetic gifting. Does it mean that they're using witchcraft in their prophetic gifting all the time? No, it does not. But there's a certain way and there's a certain way you'll be able to see and you'll be able to discern what is going on in this prophetic. I'm also going to be talking about prayers, how prayers can be used in witchcraft um, in the prophetic and how many use their prayers um in which use their prayers to basically summon um demonic forces and they don't realize it okay i'm not saying when you are praying and you see an enemy on the other side or an adversity that you're not supposed to pray against that yes but what's happening is people in the church are using um the this this prophetic gift and and basically kind of camouflage in prayer to 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 dart at people who they feel that are coming up against them who they who are talking out of, out about a specific situation and they don't like it um who they feel threatened by they're using this especially people uh, ministers in the church to really try to threaten and um and and hurt 
the flesh the flesh of a person you know the blood of a person we're not wrestling against flesh and blood this is a battle against high principalities in high places so just because somebody is speaking out against a certain topic does not mean that um does not mean that they are not coming from god it's very important you also i'm also going to be able to teach you how to recognize where somebody is whose side somebody is on you're going to be able to recognize whose side somebody is on. You're going to recognize, you're going to be able to see because most of the time when there's a spirit of divination involved, the spirit is going to rise up in anger, especially if you're speaking against uh, something that is dealing with witchcraft. They might not even realize that they're moving in a very controlling or battering um anger that they're using and so this spirit will begin to rise up in this specific leader or this specific uh you know astrologist whoever or just someone they might even not even call themselves astrologers they, they might call themselves uh you know hey i just i'm in i'm in tarot reading they might not even be a leader you know this spirit can rise up in anyone um and you will begin to see it so i really want my my goal was to get people to recognize this in the systematic not even just the systematic church just recognize it period divination is very hard to recognize people think that hey you know it it looks like everything else it's it might sound like everything else and um i want to talk about this how to recognize it now if you heard the dismantling divination um workshop you would have heard this all the different stories my testimony of dismantling divination and I will give a little bit about my testimony and what happened with me and how the Lord revealed to me that there was, there was a small, uh, a small knitting of divination within a practice or a specific um, church that I was experiencing. Now, as I began to grow in, well, I, I, I was already on the level to really see and understand things. But as I really began to sit in this atmosphere long enough, I began to see that there was the divination around now this divination was not being activated all it was it was there but it wasn't being activated all the time so it was very hard to see so so then i be i began to <coughs> discern that something was off in the atmosphere now i want to tell you how do you look at something when something is off in the atmosphere of course you don't go trying to go off and bellow off on someone you definitely pray about it you pray you ask god to reveal to you what it is something that's very important when you see something if you see something and the lord is giving you um clarity about someone or something you don't go gossip you don't go do all those things you have to really go into prayer and go into your closet and ask the Lord, what is, why is he showing you it? What are you supposed to do? And how are you supposed to look at this situation? That's very important in this workshop, okay? That's very important as if you're somebody that is, you know, you're a prophet, you're an evangelist, whatever it is, and you have a prophetic gifting, and you are going into a level of discernment where you're able to see things that no one else can see. I want to give you guys, just tell you guys that when you're first sitting, when you're growing up as a baby in Christ, you're not going to see and everything. You're not going to discern, discern everything. But once you start to grow, there's certain things that you're going to see about other people. There's certain things that you're going to see about other um, churches or your pastors or everything. You might see something 
especially if God is calling you into the prophetic as an office of a prophet, you're going to, you might already see it, but you're going to see things personal. You might start to see things personal about specific people, but just because you see something personal about specific people, you have to really understand when God might be leading you to pray about that, or is he leading you to go to that person and tell that person specifically? Okay, that's very important or warn that person specifically. And it's a certain way that you warn someone. You know, it's a certain way that you warn someone. Your warning might be in your warning you might need to just pray about it, you know. Your warning you might need to go directly to the person. But one thing you don't do is you don't go telling other people about it before going directly to that person unless the Lord has act, led you to do a post or you know, he has led you to do that. That's very important. Okay, that's very important to know. So I want to talk about recognizing divination in the prophetic on the side of astrology, tarot readings, um, you know, energy work, light work, and all those different types of things. You can recognize um, this very simple, okay? You, it's very, it can be very tricky because you'll hear God. This person might say, hey, I'm a Christian, or I believe in God and I'm a Christian, you know, I'm not into uh, witchcraft or they might say, hey, I just believe in everything. But what you'll hear is you, you'll, the first thing you'll hear is you'll hear God. You'll hear them. The Lord said, I got a prophetic word today. Um, you know, everything's, I wanted to talk to you guys about a prophetic word. You'll hear all of these different things that is coming from this specific person. But then you'll begin to see little things within this message, or you begin to hear little things within this message that are not right. Okay. You'll begin to hear things like, you know, not saying that they're not right, but you'll hear them talking more of, you'll hear them, you know, kind of intertwining this God with this child. You'll hear, um, the law of vibration, you'll hear the law of attraction, okay, you'll hear vibrate higher, vibrate lower, lower. you'll hear, um, what do I want to say, you, you'll hear, you know, all this different frequency and things, and yes, I understand that we are, we are beings that we have um, energy, we have the spirit of God in us, we have light, we, I do understand that, but this is a difference between a kundalini, okay, someone who is going into kind of a Buddhist um, religion um, or a Hindu religion versus somebody who is going is in a, in a Christian religion. And you would think this light or this specific thing is the same, okay? And I'm going to tell you that it's actually not the same, all right? Many lo- many yoga instructors, uh, many yoga instructors could actually give testimonies about how they were following this 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 religion of you know light or energy or chakra and they can tell you how it was demonic how it's not actually it's not coming from the spirit of god it's coming from the spirit of a snake uh something else if you hear uh reiki you know reiki healing love healing all these different things this is not coming from the spirit of god okay this is not coming from this is coming from and you know most people i'll tell you especially if they're cultural and they're trying to embrace their african culture they'll go they'll go back into these things you know they'll go back into going and and um pulling themselves and connecting themselves with mother earth you know you'll hear these all of these things god is the woman god is mother earth. you'll hear these type of things and this is how they view god they do not view god as the god of abraham so a lot of christians you know you go on you click on something and you see um, that someone is delivering someone 
you see that someone is healing someone you know so there's different types there's some people that are their god is kind of like the earth and the you know the plants and all these things because believe it or not flowers plants all these things their flowers plants are alive you understand they're they're living things you know they're living things so that's very important animals are living things humans are in living things uh plants are living things so that's that's very important to understand so you'll they feel like hey this is i'm gonna worship you this is god this is this and then you you go into the other side of divination where you see you know the money aspect or the kind of you know it it almost looks like for me in the spirit it's like a a, a money uh, idol you know it's like this money idol and um they are people don't see it and it's very hard to see it but it's almost like a prosperity okay it's almost like this prosperity or this divination enwrapped in prosperity and how you'll see this is you'll see um you'll see this almost like it's not that this this specific um person has that doesn't have a gift but you'll see the gift coming as for more of of a control trying to kind of summon money out of uh out of the out of a situation you know you see them kind of summoning money out of a situation or um or something going on i remember i was looking at a church uh service it just came you know when you're on youtube things just pop up you churches pop up and so this is this specific church and there was this guy he was kind of like a tall guy uh you know he was kind of a skinny uh, man and um he had a gift and in this gift he could he could tell who was in the crowd he would go find you um he can tell you who was who who you know who was um who who the person was that he was looking for if they, who cheated on you he was he was he was calling out one thing he did was he called out a lot of uh witchcraft okay he called out people that was jealous like he was able to um call people out about it he didn't really deliver people but he exposed people that were in situations and um that they didn't see okay and that's that's a that's a prophetic gift you know you're able to see you're able to see that let's say you you can see your you might have a friend right and then your friend your friend is uh is hanging out with another friend and they're talking about you and so a person as a you know as a prophet or this person this with with this gift they can see exactly who was talk who were who was talking about you they will they can see it they they can see who exactly who was talking about you they'll be able to um to tell they'll be able to see um and that's that prophetic gift that they have you know i remember going to a church and um i went to this church service and i'll never forget it was it was crazy the the prophet that came you know pointed out these two women and and said you in the red dress stand up you in this dress stand up the blue dress these these they were talking about you the other night and i was like whoa you know and i was just like uh and these these all of these these uh women were friends you see what i'm saying they were friends right so they were talking about um this woman and so this prophet was able to call out and see that okay and he was exposing it basically to show that hey um you know this is not these are not your friends you know you're not gonna know these are not your friends you're gonna go back home 
and you're going to be in their face. You're going to talk to them. And, you know, he said, you was on the phone with this person. You were you were on the phone with this person that last night. And, and here she is at church again. And I was just like, wow. And so he needed to do that because he needed to expose in that situation. Okay. So there's many prophets or many, you know, apostles, etc., who also see this. They see it all the time, you know, and they are using this gift to expose the gift. They're, I mean, they're using this gift to expose these specific situations to help people, which is fine. But in a in an aspect, there is you have to be careful with this because this could lead to uh, people beginning to worship you. This is this will lead uh, lead to people beginning to look at you as you know that you're God. You know they'll start calling you God. They'll start calling you you know worshiping you. And and so I remember seeing this this. Um, this this service with this this skinny man and um god kept telling me you know i was watching it you know and and even when you're in um you know um other countries you know they have great churches and um demons are getting delivered you know i've um casted out many many demons in home services or many demons in home prayer like has came out like right over the phone demons have come out you know just when i got on the phone and started talking uh they manifested so i definitely understand that people throwing up and everything like this this happens i'm you know i'm used to it so but with a lot of people they're not used to seeing that so they start to view you as hey you're a very powerful person or you know you're uh they start to really idolize you you know and i remember watching this service and i don't know what what part of it where um God, you know, no, this person definitely had a gift, you know, and um, where God said, you know, cut this off. He he told me he said, cut this off. This is uh, this this is uh, divination. You know what they're doing. This is divination. And so even though this man was able, like he called out, he saw a friend that was jealous. He was calling out, but they were doing this, but it wasn't for, um, it wasn't for like deliverance, or you can tell that it wasn't really based on. It was based on kind of. Uh, prosperity, you know, and, and, and getting money. Hey, you know, uh, give a seat. Who's going to do this or who's going to do that? And they was almost cheering. Like it was a, it was an audience, you know, they were almost cheering like, yay. You know, we're, uh, it was, it was like literally like an audience, you know, cheering about calling it. That's all they did all day. It wasn't really based on the Lord. It was based on, you know, calling out people's life and, and figuring out what that, what was going on in their life, which was, I feel like it was a good thing, but the Lord revealed to me that, no, this was a way that they were getting money. You know, then you see everybody throwing money onto the uh, altar and, you know, throwing, calling this guy, God. And so, yeah, it became this divination, you know, and so you'll see it as that and something else, how you'll recognize it, you'll recognize that the, that you'll, you'll see, or you'll hear um astrology intertwined with or this new age practice intertwined with um god all right you'll you'll see you know this person will have astrology they'll have their horoscopes and then they'll go ahead and have you know god on the side and a lot of people i'm going to be honest a lot of new believers don't know you know they don't know i remember um when i was you know 19 and my horoscopes were still coming to my email and I didn't see anything wrong with it. And I remember God, I wasn't reading it like that, but God was like, Hey, you know, remove this from your page. And so I didn't, you know, I didn't know. I didn't really, I wasn't reading it or depending on it, 
but it was still coming and so it was still attached you know to my life and so I feel like a lot of new believers don't really know that hey you can't dabble in with both of these things and not and not and you can't say hey I'm worshiping God now and then you're you're on these astrologies are you using these tarot readings and you're doing these these different things and um you know you you can't expect you're still in it you're in it even one little inch of it you're in it you know what I mean and so that's very important to clear out all of those things so this week I had a dream and um and I was praying for this specific woman I was praying that she received deliverance but in this dream I saw a specific uh, woman and it showed me training a lot of people up and this person was to show me that she was doing witchcraft uh, not that she was doing witchcraft, but she had, you know, her a little chart of of chakras and different things, and it was he she he showed me that it was still attached to her life, and so when I was training, I pulled it out and I said, "What is this?" You know, and I said, "No, we, you cannot do this." But I saw that this is how this is what she was doing on the side, and she was doing this, and she was getting this audience, and she was talking about God, and she was talking about prophetic, but she still had this um, she still had this attached to her life. Did did I feel that she genuinely had a spirit, uh, the spirit of the Lord, or like that she genuinely wanted to do me? Yes, I did. I felt like she genuinely, God genuinely wanted to use her. But I felt like uh, there was still there certain things that she was depending on, which I which I picked up spiritually in the in the spirit realm, and I and I picked it up. And so this this person popped up on YouTube, but I did not the it like it irritated my the holy spirit in me was irritated because i said well it's something there i don't know what is there it's not me trying to find something there but that's very important when you are seeing or when you're discerning you're you don't want to you don't want to find something about somebody you don't want to you know go and try to mess with people or try to find any things but i noticed my spirit had been uh irritated when i say irritated because a lot of people can be irritated spirit can be irritated for other reasons mine was because the holy spirit in me was telling me something wasn't right and so when he gave me that confirmation of that dream which every time i see a confirmation of a dream i it's always right i'm not trying to be rude but it is you know and uh i don't like to be you know um cocky or different things a little bit it'll it, a, a prophetic dream is showing me what's happening in the spirit realm all right it might not show me your hair color it might not show me all that but it's showing me something it's confirming what i'm feeling with the holy spirit in my spirit and i'm not gonna you know some people you might see somebody and they might witness the same thing with the other person and say well yeah i feel that same way and you know you go get deliverance but you when you see something like this you don't just go taking the dream to everybody um or talking about everybody now sometimes the lord leads me to post uh, the dream because there mo- there's many people struggling through this same thing so he'll lead me to post it and even if this person had got deliverance it was a warning uh, for this specific person that hey you cannot dabble in these specific things so there's going to be people that are going to um, see be able to see and pick up on certain things about you there's people that can pick up and see might see different things in my life that I'm going through or that I might be struggling through or different things in my life and so people are going to see that especially they have a level of discernment but you also have people who have discernment who use their discernment they don't use their discernment for good you have people that use witchcraft to 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 to, uh, see things about you and they pray about you in your life they try to see things about your marriage and pray about things in your marriage you know I remember 
I had told a specific person that I was getting married. This was some years ago. And it was just a lot going on. And um, I had, um, was just telling them, you know, about a situation. And it was, I wasn't 19. It was like some years after that. But it, I had met this guy, you know, this was, it wasn't in, a guy in college. It was like another guy. And um, I was, it was, it was a lot going on with this situation. I remember tell, opening my mouth to somebody and all of a sudden the person disappeared and all, everything started going wrong, you know? And I noticed that uh, I started seeing this person following me in a dream, like, but they, in a the dream, they looked like a witch and they would like come in and out, in and out, in and out. And so they would follow, they would follow, I just saw this witch following me in a dream. Like she had a purple dress on and this white hair and whoever she was, the witch, that's very important. It was a witch, but the witch was a spiritual thing that was using this other individual. That's very important when you're, when you're seeing a witchcraft in the prophetic, this is an influence that is using someone. It's not this specific person. Okay. So what happened was, um, it was using this specific person in my life. So this person was watching me. There was like a surveillance, you know, they were following my Facebooks. They were following, always following my Instagrams. They were just watching me. They never maybe liked anything, but they were watching me. But, um, there was also, so this, this spirit hopped around to many people. That's very important. It hopped around, it used many people as surveillance. And so around that time, uh, the, the people kept asking me questions about, you know, who I was talking to and all these different things. And the enemy used this specific, use this, this spirit, this witch spirit began to, um, began to like uh, emulate and, and get in the way and use other women and use other things to try to stop this specific situation that happened in my life. Uh, and it was a lot of different things that happened in my life in that time that did not go right uh, in that time. And I talk about this even years ago when I left a situation and how uh, that spirit followed and followed trying to get me to a compromise to what God was trying to pull me out of. And this was a spiritual thing, even though I'm, let's say if, if I left the church and let's say I saw this specific spirit on a pastor, this does not mean that the pastor is, is, um, this witch. This means that the, this person is maybe allowing this spirit to use them or this person, the spirit, it could be very much well using them and they might not know. You understand? So just because I say that's very important to understand and to distinguish a witch and a spirit of a witch. Okay. A witch using a, a person is a, is a, is a spirit of a witch that's an influence that's using someone. So, um, you have to be careful with that. Okay. And so you're going to kind of see if you're a prophetic person, you're kind of going, you're going to kind of see a countenance going to see a countenance you're going to see kind of um something maybe come over that specific person um and you're not gonna sometimes you're not gonna really understand or what it is but you're going to feel it in the discernment you're going to feel it in that way to say hey something is wrong in this situation and that's when you need to begin to pray it's very important if you're sitting under a pastor and you see this influence that is trying to take over your pastor or your pastor's ministry it's very important that you need to that you pray you need to pray for your pastor all things you need to pray and war against that spirit you don't war against the pastor you war against the spirit okay so i want to talk about that because many um pastors they uh and prophets 
apostles, etc., make this mistake uh, when they are praying. And this is very important to not make this mistake when you are praying against witchcraft and you're praying against a witch. You have to pray against the witch, okay? The, the spirit of the witch. Many people pray and how they pray, and I've, I've been very grieved uh, even when I hear people pray, you will see a person experiencing something in a situation. That person might come to you and say, oh, I got all these people, da-da-da-da-da, doing this, da-da-da-da-da. And they can be the main ones doing the, the thing, the very thing that you see that you might see that they might come to you crying and they can be the very the very person doing that to somebody else. Or they could just be coming to you because they want to... Um, kind of get they want to uh get some type of protection this is what the lord put this in my spirit today he said a lot of people like to do things and <clears throat> they're not in the will of god and so they like to come under a prophet they like to come under the apostle to try to get protection um and security for something that is wrong in their own life that they're not willing to de- be delivered from so they try to hide <clears throat> behind a protection as if um they are having protection from this specific prophet or apostle and they're using this as a uh, as a as a um, as a getaway, uh, so that they can they can hide from from what God is getting ready to bring judgment in their life. Something about that is God is still going to bring judgment in your life. It doesn't matter who you go to. It doesn't matter who you go to for prayer. It doesn't matter if you don't repent for what you're doing and the Lord told you to repent for. You're going to go through judgment. You're going to go through judgment. So what a lot of people do is they get mad at the other person who is speaking out on the specific thing. And so they go hide behind someone else who they feel has the same mantle or the same, you know, calling. Oh, well, they they pray for me now. I'm okay now. Now you got, no, no, no. You still are accountable for your action. You still are accountable for your action. So I see that the Lord showed me that, that a lot of uh, people, prophets or, or, um, apostles you will see something on somebody and you will pray and you will send darts to the wrong person the issue that a lot of prophets and and, um, pastors are doing you're not supposed to be sending darts to anybody you're not supposed to be sending darts to anybody you're supposed to be praying against the spirit in the high principality so this becomes divination in the church when you see prophets and pastors brutally uh, uh you know you will see let's say you will see uh people's friends um, calling people's friends bullying and um, bullying and doing all those things to them. You will see that. But it is God calls you to pray against the spirit in this person. He calls you to pray against the spirit in this person. He doesn't tell you to directly name this person and send a dart to this person. This is why you see people, you know, when they say, oh, well, this specific person died. You know, this specific person that you see them praying for somebody, and then all of a sudden they say the person died. God is going to handle and protect you himself. If you are covered and someone is coming after you, you don't have to pray spells and witchcraft on them. God will handle them themselves. But there's a lot of pastors and, and, and prophets. They will pray curses on people. I've seen it. They will pray curses on people. They will pray that this person life is, is, is they will never be able to see again. They will never be able to uh, breathe again. You know, they would never be able to do this again. And they're doing it because they see it as, um, you know, this they're, they're trying to fight for you. But God called you to fight against a, a high principality. If you pray, hey, I whatever, wherever this witch is, I come against this, uh, this witch in this atmosphere. I, uh, whatever, wherever this is around you, I, I uh, you know, you, I destroy its territory, whatever it is. Yeah, it's going to destroy 
But a lot of things, you you know, many of you guys, you're taking pictures, leaders, you're taking pictures of people, you're seeing people on social media and you're praying curses over to them and they're not a witch. They're, they're not a witch. So you're pr- you're literally praying against God's spirit regarding speaking out on certain things. You're praying against God's spirit and you're just praying witchcraft on someone. So now God, the enemy is using you in the pulpit to, to, to throw darts and speak on other people. And you're protecting people that God didn't even call you to protect, protect. You're protecting pe- witches or people that are with witch spirits that are coming to your church in the atmosphere, running and hi- and coming in trying to get protection there you are now they're now they're still doing what they're doing and you're fighting against this against this other person just for speaking out on a specific thing so that's witchcraft that is that is witchcraft in the prophetic something else is you know i was watching this um this i was watching this this is a perfect example i was watching this series and it was about these superheroes and just a lot of stuff and um my sister had told me about it and uh, I'm very careful about certain things I, I watch. I already pray about it. But it was a good example of um, how she had a gift or she had this power. And so she started to, she would use her power for good. She would use her power for good, okay? And when she was in a situation where somebody else was being harmed, she would use her power for good to to, you know, kill her adversaries or cancel out her adversaries so in this specific situation somebody had offended her so she went in this specific situation someone had offended her so she went and found the person and she met she she um put this little curse thing on them that she did because that was I guess that was her power and she kept going even though the person was already in pain she kept going even though the person was already in pain she she wanted to kill this person out of revenge of what that person had did to her and then her husband said hey stop you're hurting him stop stop you're hurting him even though she went back to defend herself after she had already been free and so this is what i'm talking about a lot of pastors and you're this is what you're doing if you're praying for somebody and you've already gotten to the situation and you're hurting you're still hurting that person like you're like i can i can hear it in the prayers you know you can you can hear a prayer of deliverance somebody is being delivered they can recognize the enemy of that person they can recognize where the witch is and then all of a sudden <coughs> you hear them praying all this other stuff oh uh curse your life curse your family uh curse this curse that you're now cursing this specific just because this person was using this witchcraft okay that's very important using this witchcraft on somebody else you your your job was to destroy wherever the altar was to destroy the the hex or whatever and send that spirit back to the pits of hell your job was not to curse the person who did it this is what i'm saying this is this becomes witchcraft because now you're going into this person's personal life god is going to handle their personal life and i and i know you you say you know and this is this is why i like to pray when i pray over somebody or i see something going on in somebody's life i say lord convict them and show them convict them and show them i see many things about people's enemies etc i see it and yes you have to i mean i understand people's like you know what if you don't get rid of uh this you know if you don't pray this down they're gonna come back trust me i i there's there's prayers of protection that i pray and everything that tries to come toward me will fall to the ground that i literally but how i am praying it my intent of praying it is I see the dark principality that is moving through that person and I am targeting 
that demon. I am t- I'm ruthless with that demon, but I am not ruthless with that person that is that that demon is using. You understand that where that demon is coming and being used. I am not ruthless with that person because I understand that person is flesh and blood. I am ruthless with that <coughs> specific demon and I'm not giving that demon mercy, but I'm I I have to understand that this person is still flesh and blood. You understand what I'm saying? So it's very important when we are praying in the church and we're trying to teach people how to deliver people, we're teaching people how to curse people nowadays in the church. We, you know, you hear it in the prayers. I curse, you'll hear, I curse this, uh, this person in your life. I curse this person. No, you should be saying, I, I curse this principality that is over your life. Whatever, wherever this is attached, I break it. I, I bind it. I send it back to the pits of hell. I break this over your life. It is no longer affecting your life. I break every power. I break every, this is how, when in this workshop, this is how you begin to pray. And I'm teaching you guys, this is how you begin to pray against these dark principalities. When you see these different things in your life, when you see these hexes and altars in your life that are put, or you see it in somebody else, I break every assignment. I break every curse. I break every spell. I break everything that was sent from the enemy. Every dark principality. I break it right now in the name of Jesus. I send it back to the pits of hell. This is how you're able, you start to target that high principality. What happens is in the, in the spirit realm, this, this high principality that is now targeting you becomes a big poof of, of nothing, of dust, because it, it is going back to the pits of hell. It was on assignment for you. It might have been sent through this human person to come on assignment for you. I'm come on y'all. I'm telling y'all this because I've had people when I, I was talking to someone, there were five hitmen assigned to me. I don't know if y'all told y'all this story. There were five hitmen assigned to me and all five of them failed. And the reason why is because God showed me and warned me before they were come. He revealed to me in the spirit and the Lord had an angel set up and the angel threw a person. That's very important. God uses people as angels too. Just like he, the enemy uses demons, God uses people. And he had always put something in, in a protection or in a way uh, for when this specific attack came, it was, it was uh, avoided. Do, does that make sense? But there were, yeah, there, this happened to me. These are the type of things that come to my life and they are spiritual, high spiritual level attacks. It's not just, oh, you just lost your job the other day. No, I'm getting these type of attacks. Okay, and it's because of the, the things that I am um, speaking on, the, the people that I am delivering, these different things. You know, people, some people, they say, oh, well, well, you know, I know you're, they're, they're hiding. They, they haven't got any type of warfare. They haven't, even if something, they, they have, their life hasn't been threatened. They, they hadn't went through that level of warfare. And I'm not saying they're less of a person, but there are people out here that are getting attacked. They're kids. It's, it's happening to kids because of what they're going to do in the world and what who they are they are going to impact so their level of warfare is a lot higher and so you have to be able to know how to pray you have to be able to know how to pray down high principalities you know it's 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 extreme it's extremely extremely important to understand when something is coming to you in that territory and i'm going to get more into that in more of a workshop about you know praying and everything but you're praying down the principality you're not praying down and you're not cursing the person extremely important when i pray i am not i am you you don't hear me cursing down a specific prayer i will pray because i can see that thing behind that person and we're not careful we're gonna look at the people that are that are hurting us and the people that are jealous of us the people that are uh, violating us 
we're gonna look at them and we're gonna curse them and you're doing just as a person a astrologer is a witch but you're just as a person who's doing dark magic but what you're doing is you're doing it inside of the church when you have that control you're thinking oh this person died i pray you get hit by a car oh i curse you you're doing dark magic in your mind and, and many of many pastors are doing it right in the church you're doing it right in the church and another thing is uh, you can recognize a uh, witchcraft and the prophetic when a person is praying against another person's will that's also important if a person decides that they don't want to come to your church if a person decide that you cannot for, you can you cannot force you people do it but what happens is you'll hear um send them send them here if they don't come here in the next this or if they don't come back this is what y'all thinking a lot of people thinking in their head even in relationships that they don't come back to me in the next eight days then lord uh send them a storm to their place that's what you're doing witchcraft on this person and you're praying these are high very high prominent people that are doing this you know you're doing this and you don't realize because you're doing it out of hey i have power i can i can speak this curse on your life i can speak this infirmity in your life it's going to happen because i spoke it and what you don't realize is that other person that you're speaking on you're going to mess with the wrong person you're going to try to speak you know i've had people try to speak uh, curses on me because i didn't do what they wanted me to do i didn't do what they wanted me to do i didn't uh app- comply to what they wanted me to apply uh, and i and i went and followed god instead so they got upset and tried to tried to manipulate a, a curse on me the lord showed me the curse tried to manipulate a curse on me god blocked it and they were disappointed because it didn't happen the way that they wanted it to happen because you are in witchcraft you cannot go into somebody's personal will and make them do anything. This happens in relationships. You guys, if he, if he ain't married, if he go get with that girl, I'm going to completely, uh, you know, his life is going to be ruined. So this is how we start getting into to witchcraft and love potions and all these different things because you are in a mind of control. So it doesn't matter if you're in the church because people in the church do this. This is a, this is a mindset. You're, if you're praying for, you're praying down that principality. You're not praying down that specific person. So, so when you, when I see some, when I see people getting angry about div, speaking out about divination, different thing, this is, this is this spirit manifesting out of this person, because you're not going to be offended if something is trying to help you recognize something that is not right in the atmosphere. How else that you're going to recognize uh, witchcraft and the prophetic? It's a, I told you, it's almost a summoning. When it comes to the finances, you're going to feel summoned. You're going to feel overwhelming pressure to give. Um, to, to, to give, a, it's going to be a summon giving. It's not going to be where God is uh, telling you, hey, give this. It's going to be a pressure or a summoning. You're going to feel this this uh overwhelming pressure that okay well the lord gotta be talking to me you know or i I have it and so it's almost like a witchcraft or a summon that is coming upon you and you're gonna feel that when you're giving i don't care if you're giving a million dollars you're gonna be led by the holy spirit when it's time for offering you're gonna be led by the holy spirit you're gonna be led by the holy spirit now oftentimes and a person is not going to have to ask you to give a certain amount now just because a person asks you to give a certain amount doesn't mean that let's is i'm not trying to say that they're that they're a witch but what happens is what the danger is is asking someone or um 
you know, asking, let's say you're asking somebody to donate or you're asking somebody to give. You know, we ask people to give. We ask people to donate. Hey, do you want to donate this this amount to the charity? People do it all the time. And this goes into a business aspect. But when you see this in a church and a prophetic, it turns into a summoning. It's almost like, hey, we're going to put this offer on the line. Auction. Can you give this? Okay, does anyone else got $1,000? If This is what happens when you introduce this into the church. You're not saying, hey, does anybody want to give, you know, whatever you can give. Usually when you hear the offering in a tie, you hear whatever you can give, go ahead and give. But then when you get into the, the divination side, you start to hear an auctioning and a summoning for money. You start to hear... Uh, someone told me that uh, God told me that someone here has this much money. Um, go ahead and give it now. You start to hear that. You start to be, they're starting to lock the doors on you because if, until you give it. This is this is a this is this is a cult. When it gets to this type of, of witchcraft in the church, this makes you feel pressured and afraid that if you don't give, you're and if you don't give, you're condemned. After you don't give, if you don't give a tie, you're condemned because these specific uh, churches feel like that you cannot be blessed if you do not give a tithe. Now, giving a tithe is a principle, is a spiritual principle. It's good for, you know, um, it's almost like an investment. It's like, if, let's say you're investing in a, um, you're investing in a, in a, in a company. All right. You know, the investing and giving a tithe, you're investing in the kingdom of heaven. You're investing in your time, you know, and it's, it comes with the reaping, which is a good thing, but it's not required. It's not required like it was required in the old times, you know, where the the pastors were preaching and they need, you know, they need to get paid. Now, uh, pastors are preaching and they need to get paid. I personally feel like you shouldn't have to pay for ministry. That's how I feel personally. I feel like, you know, preachers should not have to, shouldn't, shouldn't be paid. I mean, I understand if it's their full-time job and they, they need money. And if you want somebody to work for your church full-time and you know they don't have a job, I definitely feel that you should pay them or you should kind of give them something or give, maybe give them housing. or uh, Maybe if you have to give them a little car for, for preaching, just something for your appreciation and knowing that they don't have a job and you want them to be there full-time yes but I personally feel like ministry and business um, should be separated yes if you're in a business you want to bring God in your business I definitely understand that but when it comes becomes divination it becomes where you are trying to depend you're trying to pull from um, the money you're using these prophetic gifts and you're using you're selling doves is what I said in um, dismantling divination. You're selling the gifts of the Holy Spirit and you're selling them for profit. All right. If you are a person who def- who is in a, who's a church leader and you need money, go start a business. There's so many, you, you know, I understand if you're selling your books, different things like that. That's stuff that you worked and used your hands for that you happen to put God's name on. But when it comes to, to preaching and, and prophesying, you don't you're not you're not entitled to have anyone's money that's very important you're not entitled if god called you to do something and he he called you to do it he's going to equip you to do it so what happened is so many people get into ministry and they start to charge to just go speak in the church they charge they start to do um you know they start to do all of this stuff and it should be an honor for you to want to spread God's word. You know, it's becoming to it's become a business, which is you know I I really don't I don't support this the systematic side of things. Um, 
I do feel like people need to get their needs met. You know, they have to eat. But I also feel like people have become so entitled to feel that they have to get paid, you know, to to preach. It's like, don't go preach if you don't want to, if you, if you just don't want to preach that day, you know, find somebody else. But it's become something where it's become a business where, you know, people want, you need to have your staff. They want to pay ministry. You know, ministry should, should be something that you were you want to do it should be something that you want to do you it's not a it's not a necessity you don't have to you don't need to get paid for it you know and so uh yes if you want somebody to go to your church or preach and you you know yeah buy buy their plane ticket you know buy their hotel room and let them preach but it's become where now we got all these qualities we want all this stuff we want to be seen you know, we want to do all this extra stuff. We're we're going to celebrities are going to churches just to 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 rally up a seed for the small church so they can have a a bigger offering. So it's become a business. It has become like a bribe and a gambling session. And that's you know that's not of God. And so this is how when you start to see the divination intertwine, we start to trick we start to try to trick people and feel like hey, if you give this certain amount of money. Uh, you're going to be blessed. If you give this certain amount of investment in the kingdom, uh, it's going to come back to you. You're going to be blessed. And so we're, we're trying, we're giving, we're giving like, um, you know, we're trying to give little gifts and different things to make people feel like, Hey, okay. Your, 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 everything you're giving is coming back to you, but is everything is, is the, what the person is, is planting a spiritual, they're investing in this and they're investing in the kingdom through their tithe and offering is the, is the, are they really reaping fruit? That's what they have to ask themselves. Are they really reaping fruit at the end of the day? Are they changing? You know, giving a tie is a beautiful thing. It's not a bad thing. You can want to give and you could you should want to invest in different things in the kingdom. You should want to, you know, bless your pastor. That's great. You should want to bless the person on YouTube that has changed your life and you want to give them a gift. That is completely fine, but are you growing in your faith as a as a Christian? You know? Or are you only being pressured every Sunday to sit somewhere that you got to give you got to give your money and nothing is happening in your life? It's just a pretend pretend. So we have to ask. We have to ask ourselves that we have to, you know, uh, I don't for me personally, I don't have a problem with giving. Giving is 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 great. It's really is. It makes me happy to give, but I'm not giving at a point where, hey, I'm trying to, you know, I don't see it as like a business. I see it as, hey, I am investing uh, my time in God's kingdom. Really, most of the time when God give, lead, leads me to give, I don't, um, I don't have the um, like the pressure to give. I just give. You know, I spoke to someone the other day, and I said, every year I go through a period. Six months I go through a period of literally uh, no nails, no hair. Like I don't have anything done for six months. I, it, it, you know, I. I probably don't pamper myself. I'll do everything myself, basically. I'll do everything myself. And then there's a six months where I go I go get pampered by other people. I let other people do my hair, my nails, massages, everything like that, all right? So there's a certain time where I allow myself every year to allow myself to be, um, allow myself to be, you know, spiritually, um, I just I just want to go through that period of where no nails done nothing you know there was even a time for six months I didn't even polish my I didn't polish my toes even clear I left them plain for a reason and in the spirit the spirit uh in my spirit I just felt that I was just led to not put any polish on my nails I was I was led to not um 
put like nothing on my nothing on my skin, no makeup, nothing. So I was just led to do that for six months. And this is what I do every six months. I mean, I, every year, every year I go through a period. You'll see me. It's kind of like a, you know, this this period, and then the next six months I go through this. And this is just what I do. This is this is to help me um, also gain character and remember, you know, remember, hey, that I am still a servant, you know. And I do this. I do this to my. I do this for me, you know, for myself. And it's just something that I do. You know, and I do this because I understand, you know, struggling through vanity or, you know, different things like that. Being wearing makeup every single day and, you know, not really being comfortable without makeup. And so I understand that. So now I get to the point where I do this to practice, uh, you know, practice this specific. I It's like I do this to practice this specific um, thing in my life you know, in my life to actually not get myself done up all the time, you know, allow myself to just wear no makeup or allow myself to do little things myself, you know, rather than have it always uh, give it to, given to me. And I do that for a reason, you know, th- throughout those first six months, you'll see, see me, I'll be giving extra, giving things away, cleaning things out, you know, and then the next six months I am putting things in after I've given them out. So this is just what I do in my personal life every year. There's a six month period of things that I go through. I might chop off my uh, ends, the ends of my hair or, you know, so I go through that specific period because it helps me. It helps me build my own character. You know, it helps me build character and it helps me to remember, hey, even though God has called me into this ministry, I am still a servant, you know? So in this workshop, I re- my goal was to really teach you guys to recognize the witchcraft in the prophetic. You know, witchcraft in the prophetic. When I say witchcraft, I'm not speaking on a specific person. I'm not saying, hey, your pastor is a witch because she's doing this. Or your pastor is this because they're doing that. No, it's not the person. It's the spiritual principality that, that might be trying to consume the person. So this is why you pray for your pastor. This is why you pray over yourself. This is why you constantly allow God to take you through humility and teach you lessons. This is why you constantly submit yourself and you repent. This is for everybody. This goes for me. This goes for anyone. Because when you have a prophetic gifting, you have, it's like having a little, I tell people it's like being a little superhero. You know, you're able to see things. You're able to feel things and, you know, taste things and smell things but you also have to keep yourself accountable because when you're angry with this specific thing you can be walking around with a big torch and you don't see it but other people do and so you're allowing people to pay for things because you're angry and you feel like hey I have this guilt hey I I can see this about you I'm gonna make you pay just because I can see this about you and you're not you're not using that gift wisely it's a fine line you can be using it for God or you can be using it for the enemy and this is when it becomes witchcraft when you allow yourself to be offended you allow yourself to speak negativity you allow yourself to do this speaking out in on something or on some a situation does not mean that you are a witch okay it does not mean that well it doesn't mean that you're in witchcraft because you're speaking out on a certain principality yes it's very important because people have hurt us or let us down that we don't go into a spirit of rejection to where we are 
going we are mad or we are going off you know what i mean on on something or someone so that's also important too so you really have to pray and you really have to pray and really be able to discern and see when that witchcraft is up is around you and present and you pray you pray it down if you see your pastor is going or a prophet or apostle whoever is going through or witchcraft is around them where they're they are praying against someone in anger or let's say they are have it they have it around them or they're being a, a fault by various uh levels of witchcraft you if you're in that church you need to be praying for them you pray you know i pray against every principality that's over this pastor's life i come against every assignment that is over this pastor's life i send it to the pits of hell this is how you pray i i, I bind every witchcraft spirit that is over this pastor's life so you have to realize that even though you see that person moving in that anger you begin to war and pray for deliverance for that specific situation or for that specific pastor this is how you pray so you have to realize that we're all on the same team even if, I don't, if you're a christian you yes but you are um praying against the the, the divination you know, I pray against divination. Sometimes I remember I didn't know that it was divination until the the Lord revealed it to me that, hey, this is divination that this person has or is going through. And some pastors, this is when you see when someone wants to stay in divination. They want to stay in it. They're going to argue about it. They're going to continue on the practice. Then you ask the Lord, hey, God, are you calling me out? Where are you call? What are you calling me to do? Are you calling me to uh, to go pray for this pastor first? Are you calling me to talk to this person in person um, in love? Or are you calling me to walk away from this? Because I see this and it's not good for my spirit. All right. And we're going to get into that. So, but the first thing you need to do is pray. If you are seeing something like that, you need to pray. You need to ask God. Because everyone is not, God is not calling everybody to go and and, and approach the the pastor and just because God might you might think God is calling you to approach the pastor and God might not be calling you to approach the pastor and oftentimes it's people in the rebellion that has they've been trust me they've been approached many of times but they have not changed it and you have to allow God to work on that individual you have to allow God to work on that individual because if you don't you will take it personally and you will be upset um at the fact that you will be upset at the fact that this person didn't maybe didn't change or this person is still doing the same thing and you don't want to fall into anger because you feel like a person is still doing the same thing or they had not changed because that's when you start to get angry and you start to get mad and you can also fall in that same thing so it's very important to understand when you see this type of witchcraft when you discern this type of witchcraft you go into prayer immediately and use those examples that I've that I've talked to you on the podcast about, you know, hey, Lord, I'm praying for a pastor such and such. God, I'm praying for a pastor uh, such and such. I see or, or uh, even when, you know, when you get into any type of prayer, I'm going to really teach you guys how to pray. But when you go into, you know, I see such and such is struggling through lust or such and such is struggling struggling through through anger or pride god i pray that you soften their heart in the name of jesus you know that pride gives you a hardened heart a hardened heart so what you want to do is when you pray against that principality uh lord i pray that uh that um this person's heart is softened anything around this person that is making this person any spirit any principality that is uh that is uh making this person you know pride lift above this person Lord, I cast it down in the name of Jesus. 
God, I pray you give them a soft heart. Lord, I pray you give them understanding. This is how you begin to pray. And so even though you're praying this way, what this is very powerful that you're not, you don't have to, you know, uh, curse or say anything bad about this person. But what's happening is it is doing its work because you are praying and you are targeting that specific principality. All right. So you guys, we are out of time, but I am going to be, um, this is workshop number one of dismantling divination. All right. Workshop number two is going to be coming up. And, um, so stay in, stay basically stay subscribed. I'm going to be giving you guys some more workshops. So workshops should be coming up every month. I'm going to try to give you guys a new workshop. And so there's more that's going to be added to this workshop. I'm going to give you guys some documentations and just some different things. And, um, so that you guys can really see and, um, know what to do also if you guys want to i need you guys to sign up all right so i need you guys to sign up and i want you guys to send me a contact form i'm going to have that available but you can send it to www.deboramarierodriguez.com or you guys can send it to kingdom k-i-n-g-d-o-m divine d-i-v-i-n-e ministries m-i-n-i-s-t-r-i-e-s um, you can send it at gmail.com. Send it there. All right. Well, I will speak to you guys in um, the next session. I'm going to be I'm going to pray uh, for you guys. So make sure in this next clip, I'm going to be um, going ahead and pray for you guys. So this will continue this uh, podcast on the next clip. All right. And I want to go ahead and pray for you guys. All right, you guys. So I'm just going to give you some information um, with the last workshop. So I want you guys to send me an email at um, kingdom, K-I-N-D-O-M, divine, D-I-V-I-N-E, ministries, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S, at gmail.com. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to, everyone who registers, I am going to give you guys some information about prayer and this specific first workshop okay i'm going to give you guys some information also i'm going to uh going to be providing uh, my office phone number uh directly to you guys so you can be able to call in we can, we're going to have prayer calls and we're going to have so much stuff that i'm going to be starting uh this year all right for these workshops and so i'll give you guys dates for in-person workshops etc so i want to um pray for you guys because this is a very important topic that we're getting into and so I want you guys I'm going to be teaching you guys a lot I'm going to be teaching you uh, the importance of fasting prayer all of those different things when it comes to this type of this type of things and I know this is new um, but if you are even if you're a new believer even if you're somebody who has been in you know you had a lifestyle of new age or witchcraft and you're kind of coming out of that and you want to learn how to recognize different things in your life and how to really combat and battle witchcraft that is assigned to your life or that is over your life or hindering you definitely this is a good workshop for you to be in and to stay in um, and to enroll in because it's a free workshop you um you don't have to pay me anything for these workshops uh, but i am going to be giving you guys more content as you sign up uh, so i'm going to be providing some more links and different things in the uh in the link below uh, so that you, I can make sure I get everybody signed up and so you can reach out to me in my email uh, but there's so much to cover regarding this and so I want to be able to really teach you guys how to how to basically see different things in your life you know see the the dark 
the dark principalities that are assigned to your personal life and to assign to your loved ones and people who you are inspired by and people who you follow so that you can learn how to help them. You can learn how to pray on their behalf and you can learn how to see it and recognize and see it and help them. So that's what this workshop is about. This workshop is not uh, to bully anyone. This workshop is not to gossip about anyone. This workshop is to help you fight dark principalities. And um, if someone is experiencing this type of these type of things in their life of course they're gonna I understand they'll get upset about it um that I'm talking about this situation but I'm going to continue to speak about this so that it can help people and leaders to recognize if they are moving in this form of witchcraft and they might not know it uh the the most important thing to know is if you are moving in this form of witchcraft because words are very powerful as well so if you are moving in this form of witchcraft if you have been even as a christian even as a holy spirit filled christian i you know i basically i encourage you to repent today and that's what that's what this is for too uh this is just not just for me calling out different things but this is for you to really look at those things in yourself if you have made maybe did this in the past if you have you know use your words against a person to target a person in a specific way even if it's cursing them out or belittling them that can also be a form of witchcraft you know of control and rebellion um you i want you to repent today because that is going to lead you in right standing with god that is going to um soften your heart and so that the bitterness that you might have or the, the rejection or the letdown that you might have can be healed so that you can move forward and that you don't you don't allow your the enemy to use you in this specific way all right so this is you and you've had and you've had witchcraft in your life and you are you feel like that you might have been in this specific situation i want to go ahead and pray for you um and i want you to repeat after me lord i repent i repent for my um I repent for my sins. I repent for my rebellion, my rejection that I've had that I did not know I had. God, I pray that you soften my heart regarding areas that offend me. I pray that you soften my heart uh, regarding areas that I did not know offended me. Lord, I pray that you teach me to be able to pray against dark principalities in the earth and not people. God, I thank you for giving me the gift of discernment to see. But Lord, I know that I still need to be submitted under you, you so that I can use this in, a, in the right way and with integrity. So God, right now I am praying that uh, you begin to um, pray for anyone that is around me that is around me that is moving through witchcraft or might be moving through um, anger, even if it's a pastor or a congregation that I am in. Lord, I pray that you begin to move in their hearts, that you begin to soften their hearts, that you begin to show them and convict them and reveal to them uh, and teach them how to pray against dark principalities and not people. God, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now and I thank you for um, I thank you for giving me discernment and I thank you for giving me the heart to pray as an intercessor. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray for you guys. I pray for everyone who is on this podcast. If you are on this podcast and uh, you are in need of a miracle. You are in need of a, pray, a prayer right now. I'm praying for you right now. Lord, I pray 
anybody that's on this podcast that is in need of deliverance, God, that is uh, in need of deliverance or have been uh, caught up in divination or someone is praying witchcraft and they are stuck in the witchcraft. God, I break every curse that is over their life in the name of Jesus. Every principality that has been formed against them and targeted toward them, I cast it down to the pits of hell right now in the name of Jesus. Anyone who feels stuck, who feels that they cannot move forward, who has infirmity in their body, in their mind, experiencing migraines as the result of someone in witchcraft. Lord, we break every tie, we break every curse, we break every covenant. In Jesus' name, God, I pray that you be the redeemer in this situation for them, God. God, I pray hedge of protection around them that they are able to um, that they are able to be protected in this specific situation. If there's anyone targeting their home, if any, if there's anyone targeting their children, if there's anyone targeting their workplace, Lord, I pray that it is exposed and revealed right now in the name of Jesus. And God, I thank you for revealing every dark covenant that is in their life. If there are any friends that are around them that is envious and jealous, anyone that is um, coming with a monitoring or surveillance spirit, any monitoring or surveillance spirits that are in their home to cause them destruction. God, I pray that it exposed right now, right, right now, and it's sent to the pits of hell. God, I pray a hedge of protection. I pray that you send angels to their homes to fight for them and protect them. Anything that has risen up against them, known or unknown, God, I pray right now that you reveal it in the spirit in the name of Jesus, and it is casted away and back to the pits of hell. God, I pray right now that you renew their mind. Any insanity spirit that is taking over their mind, causing them to think bad thoughts, causing them to have bad dreams, causing them to rage into anger. God, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now that you give them a clear and sound mind in the name of Jesus. Lord, that you give them a rightful heart. Anything that was prayed and sent to them, Lord, that is returned to cinder, that it goes right back to the pits of hell where it came from and it cannot touch them. Lord, I thank you for this workshop. I thank you for everyone who is on this workshop, that is on this workshop and that has humbled themselves to be able to learn and see how the enemy uses um, the darkness even in our words and even in our thoughts. God, I pray that we commit ourselves to you each and every day and that we humble ourselves each and every day to be able to love others even when we have to pray for them or even when they're they um secretly despise us teach us to pray but teach us to pray down the principalities and the real enemy which is satan and the dark uh, demon principalities not the people thank you god so much for this workshop lord and i pray lord as we depart i pray that we um this week that we um that your spirit rests on us this week, that you reveal to us this week something, and you reveal to us uh, something that we've been praying for this week, God. I pray that we have peace in our minds. If anyone is worried about finances, they're worried about any things in this pandemic, God, I pray that you just give them peace to let them know that you will supply their every need. In Jesus' name, you will supply their every need. God, thank you for supplying our every need in advance. Thank you for not giving us the spirit of worry, but giving us the spirit of faith. So, God, I pray as they begin to move forward and, and learning these different things and learning how to pray through this workshop, that they begin to see. And you begin to show them, and, and something new happens to them throughout this experience. God, I give you all honor and glory in Jesus' name. Well, all right, you guys. We're out of time, but I love you guys. And I'm going to be continuing on with the next workshop. So, make sure you follow um, if you are on um, 
If you're on Facebook, go ahead and like the Kingdom Divine Ministries page. It's Kingdom, K-I-N-G-D-O-M, Divine, D-I-V-I-N-E, Ministries, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S, International, okay? I-N-T-E-R-N-A-T-I-O-N-A-L. Um, and you can follow Kingdom Divine Ministries International. Uh, you can follow that page on Facebook. On Instagram, it is Kingdom Divine Ministries, I-N-T-L, okay? So you can follow both of those pages, or you can follow Deborah, Deborah Marie Rodriguez podcast on uh, Instagram, all right? And so there you can see all the podcasts coming in. You'll know what's coming in, and you'll be able to catch up with the podcast. So go ahead and like those pages. Um, and I'm going to have that phone set up. We're going to be doing conference calls, training calls, Zoom calls. We have so much to cover. Um, very excited. I have a lot of things that's going to be, I'm going to be going into ministry and doing a lot of creative things uh, regarding ministry starting this year. So um, I am definitely um, happy to for what God is getting ready to do and um, what he's going to be getting ready to do coming forward. So I love you guys. I'm praying for you guys. And I pray that this workshop helps you and it helped you. And um, I look forward to talking to you guys soon. Alrighty, bye-bye.